Good morning. This is Sailing Free Spirit. Welcome back. Thank you for checking in with us. It is Tuesday, March 16th, and we are actually recording this episode from what is called the Backcountry in the Florida Keys. So we are right outside of Bahia Honda State Park, which is probably one of the most beautiful and pristine areas we have ever been to. And Eric and I actually got here a couple days ago and it brought back a flood of memories for us because in another lifetime, 20 some years ago, when our two sons were small, probably around eight and 10 years old, um, we came here, we had a 35 foot travel trailer. So we, we had a large vehicle that was able to tow this 35 foot travel trailer. And that's how we traveled with the boys. It was a really great way to vacation with little ones. And this is one of the places that we came with our travel trailer. And it's such a popular campground that you actually have to book a year in advance. Literally, you have to call a year in advance and, and then you'll be lucky if you get if you get a spot. And this, the camp spots are directly on the ocean. And it is just absolutely beautiful. So right, Eric, we, we, when we were walking around a couple days ago, we, um, we were reminiscing about what a special area this is. So um, right now we're anchored on the north side of the uh, Keys, of this key where Bahia Honda State Park is. We're maybe about half a mile offshore and uh, in the uh, in the Gulf of Mexico or the or uh, the Florida Bay is this area is sometimes called. And um, we had the dinghy in. we didn't need a reservation to go to the park. We were able to just hop in the dinghy and ride it around to the uh, docks. They have one of the really cool things about Bahia Honda State Park is they have this uh, old railroad bridge. The, the uh, overseas highway started out as a uh, uh, as a, uh, a railroad track that connected uh, Miami and Key Largo with Key West. And uh, so there's this old railroad railroad track uh, uh, built by uh, Flagler, that billionaire, uh, at least 100 years ago. And uh, the railroad track or the railroad was eventually removed and the, what had been the trussle for the railroad track was made into a small two-lane highway and eventually replaced with the current highway. So going right through the park is this old railroad track bridge and uh, they made an opening in the bridge so boats could get in. Uh, but you can now walk up on the top of that railroad uh, bridge and it is really cool. The, the view from there is just spectacular because you're looking at Florida Bay on one side and then the ocean on the other side. And the, um, the whole area is just very typical of, of the way Florida used to be, you know, all the very natural vegetation and even some flowering plants that are, you know, native to to Florida, and it's just it's just absolutely, I would say, spectacularly beautiful. So right now we're sitting at anchor. Uh, the wind's blowing from the south. We're on the north side of the island, so we're protected. Uh, but the wind's probably blowing around 20 knots, 
And I don't know what uh, whether you can hear it or not, Judy, but there's a lot of uh, just the wind blowing through the uh, uh, through the halyards and uh, a little bit of clicking and clacking going on in the background. Right. And one of the really cool things about this area is that the water is crystal clear. It's amazing. You can see to the bottom. We're in about eight or nine feet of water. And so we we arrived here a couple of days ago and yesterday we decided to take a little bit of a day trip to Tea Kettle Key, which was like about an hour and a half from here. We sailed there. It was a beautiful day to sail. And we put out our anchor and we dinghied a little. So we were a little closer to this little tiny island and we snorkeled. And we didn't really see many fish, but it's really interesting still to see the life below the waterline. It was almost like there was like a forest growing underneath uh, the waterline. And it was really, it was really very beautiful, um, very pristine seagrass, these little tiny plants at the bottom of the, of the, of the water that they almost look like little trees growing. And um, so that was really fun. And it's just really nice to be in crystal clear water. So um, the last time uh, you did this podcast, Judy, I remember we closed off and we said that we were going to leave in the morning for the backcountry. And that was weeks ago. And well, we ended up not leaving in the morning. Uh, as it turns out, it seems like every single plan we make uh, somehow doesn't happen, gets modified. It gets changed. I was and, thinking yesterday that we really should stop telling people what, we're what our do. plans are going to be because it's, you know, like they say, plans are written in the sand. At low tide. So oh, the, VHF. Oh, the VHF radio is going off in the background. <laughs> so anyway, the weather just was not favorable to leave. No, we had definitely planned to leave. We had a uh, provision to be gone for about a week. Uh, woke up in the morning, and and the very first thing I do when I get up in the morning is I check the uh, weather forecast, the marine forecast, and um, what looked like it was going to be calm winds coming from the south ended up being uh, strong winds coming from the north in a couple of days, and I, I didn't want us to head out uh, with such a brief weather window, so uh, I... I got up, checked the weather, Judy crawls out of bed, says, are we ready to go? And I said, well, I think we have a change of plans. And uh, we, I said, let's put it off till next week. I think it's going to be nicer next week. And uh, check with uh, Chris Parker. Uh, we subscribed his weather service. And I asked Chris, uh, called him on the radio, and I asked uh, Chris uh, what he thought. And he said, oh, yeah, next week, definitely better week to go. Well, Chris was... The, the one week forecast for wet wind speeds and wind direction are not that accurate. And his sense that next week was going to be better turned out to be wrong. Instead, we got into a period of weeks of very strong winds, uh, winds coming from all directions, but uh, 20 to 25 knots gusting to 30 to 35 knots. And uh, so the, the best place to be in that circumstance is in a safe harbor and not where exactly where we were that was the best place right. to be and then the and worst thing would have been to to leave and because it's around. so protected in Bukhi harbor and and the back country is not the back country is uh pretty wide open not a whole lot of protection 
lot of shallow water, which would provide some protection, but that's about it. And uh, so we decided to stay. And the weeks between then and and just a few days ago uh, were really not a whole lot of fun, really. We were stuck in the harbor. It was not, we really couldn't do much of anything. No, it was just, it was very wild. <laughs> the winds were, the winds were wild, but we're, so we're happy to be here. It's really good to be out of the harbor. It's a, it's I, I a nice get, change. I want to get back to being in the harbor. So we we're stuck in the harbor for weeks, but some good things did happen anyway. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, you're always meeting interesting people and we, um, since the last episode, so we're still in this COVID situation. It's been a year now, actually. And Eric was actually able to get vaccinated. So the procedure was, it's changed actually since he got vaccinated. Now things are opening up even more, thank God. But he was able to get a letter from his doctor stating that he's highly vulnerable to contracting the virus. So with that letter in hand, we were able to secure an appointment, not in Monroe County, where we were, of course, but in um, Miami, in the Miami area. So about a week ago, we rented a car and we drove to Doral and Eric was able to get his first vaccination there um, in, in Miami at a Publix. So, you know, that was really an interesting, that was our, really our first road trip since moving onto the boat in January. It's the first time we slept in a bed. We got a hotel in Miami because it was the night before early morning appointment. We had an 11 o'clock appointment the next morning. And I have to say, I don't know if Eric saw this, but I walked into the hotel room and I literally did a happy dance and I had tears in my eyes because it was a real bed and it was a real bathroom with a real toilet. And I just felt so happy and it was, we had really had a good time. We went out for a really nice dinner and uh, the next morning Eric got his COVID test and then we, and then we came back. I'm pretty sure that when we were in the hotel, Judy, the shower you took, you use more water than we use in a whole week yeah. on the boat. Well, Pretty I'm, sure. I'm kind of embarrassed about the length of the shower I took. So, you know, that's again, <laughs> and, and, you know, it's, you know, I, I have to admit I, in a million years, I would never take a shower of that length on the boat. There's no way. So it just goes to show you that we all land, land lovers waste a lot, but that's just, but, that's just what it is. But, you know, it made me think, um, Judy, that when we're when we were home and we weren't living on the boat, but we were just going out for weekends or long weekends sometimes or, you know, at most maybe two weeks at a time, I'd be home dreaming about going out on the boat and being at anchor. And when you're living on the boat, the things that you take for granted when you're home you suddenly miss that. And um, uh, it's nice to have a balance. It's nice to to cruise and spend a lot of time on the boat. But once in a while, I think it's important to book a room in a hotel or find a way to get home uh, just so that you can appreciate what you've got. I agree. Well, we are very, very blessed that we have a home to go back to. Many of the cruisers that we have met in the harbor 
the boat is their home and they're lucky to have the boat to live on. And um, so, you know, we've been on the boat two months now and I, two and, I, a, half. Two and a half. And, you know, I, I can easily say I would not want to live on the boat full time. There's absolutely no way I'm enjoying this experience. But like Eric said, you know, it, it's kind of funny. Um, just the long weekends that we've taken in the past, sometimes we've taken a week at the most two weeks. When I get home, I walk in the door and I'm like, oh, it's so good to be home. And then, you know, the next day I'm dreaming about being back on the boat. So <laughs> we are we are very blessed that we will be able to to do that and um, and strike a balance. You know, when we've had enough of being on the water, we've got a home to go back to. So um, I'll say that we've spent more time in this part of the Keys than we ever planned to. Um, the uh, do you hear that? Yeah, the inverter just came on. <laughs> the, 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 the boat sounds. It's okay. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah, we have an inverter that's uh, charging the batteries on the computer, and every once in a while, the fan on the inverter comes on. Why don't you turn that fan on? It's getting a little okay. hot. Okay. Judy, turn the fan that, that that's, okay, on, that's high. on high. <laughs> yeah. Judy, okay. Judy has a fan behind our head to uh, cool us off, and uh, she turned it off when we first started, but, boy, it's getting a little warm in here. It's probably... Uh, in the well, it's in the mid '80s today, or, or, or early '80s. But the sleeping weather at night has just been fantastic. And um, you know, one of the really strange things about living on the boat right now is we we have not really spent any time in conditioned air. You know, when you think about it, with pandemic, when we do eat in a restaurant, we're, we're sitting outside. outside. Well, the only and, time we've been in air conditioning is when we go to Publix. And. And uh, when we stayed in the hotel last week, I noticed because we were sleeping with air conditioning is first time and uh, um, I'm not used to it. And I like my, my, nas my mm -hmm. nose was getting clogged up and, you know, the, I'm just not accustomed to being in conditioned air. And uh, so anyhow, uh, uh, I'm changing the subject. It just got suddenly got hot in the boat. So we've had to put the fans on so we could be more comfortable. And uh, anyhow. Uh, so we, we got socked in the harbor with very high winds, and then all of a sudden uh, we had a weather window this week, and we left on Saturday. Today is now Tuesday, Tuesday. and I think we'll probably we'll go, back to, go back tomorrow, but we've really been enjoying exploring, getting out of our comfort zone. And that's the thing about the Bukki Har Harbor where we've been is you can see why people go in there and then they don't leave well they, they they say they get sticky bottoms because it's it's a very protected anchorage and and they get into a routine and they make friends and you know it's like it's it's like know, an it's rv it's like it's an rv park and it's a neighborhood and you know they have um activities that they do and you know it's it's definitely their home so we so it was so nice to pull out and go to um some anchorages that we'd never been to before and you know that just like i say pull out of the comfort zone so that's where we are right now and we will head back to Buki harbor tomorrow and we've got actually a very busy time because on sunday we are taking the boat into a marina the marathon marina because the following a week from today we are going to rent a car and we are driving home 
to be home for a couple weeks. And so there are a lot of things that we have to do to get ready for that. We have to, we have some boat projects that we need to do. We want to make sure the boat is in the proper condition to close it up for a couple weeks. So we, we will have a very busy time. So, you know, some of the things we have to do, we have to pickle the water maker. You can't leave the water maker uh, for more than a week without uh, using it. Otherwise, you have to put a pickling substance in the to protect the membranes. Want to flush the outboard engine on the dinghy. Uh, we're thinking of turning off the refrigerator and defrosting it again, but turning it off. Cleaning it gone. out, disinfecting it, letting it air out for a bit. And then uh, uh, being in the marina, we're going to have uh, a couple uh, tradesmen come and do some work on the boat. I want to, uh, uh, you know, get a few things done so that the boat will be ready to go, hopefully to the Bahamas after we return. That's our goal. And, and, and we are going to make that happen. So as soon as we get back, we will have to find a favorable weather window to cross the Gulf Stream. Before we do that, we're going to have to get COVID tested because that's required to get to the Bahamas. So we have to get the tests and then they're only good for five days from the date that you got the test or that you got the results. Mm -hmm. And um, as soon as we have a favorable weather window, we're going to that's our dream is to head to the Bahamas. So hopefully, hopefully we'll get back here and it won't be too long that we can untie the lines and head to the Bahamas. I hope so. Of uh, course, we're not making that announcement because yeah. we, we never planned on being here for so long, but it actually, I think things happen for a reason. Eric will be on the way back from St. Petersburg. We will stop in Miami again as he gets his second vaccination. So he will be fully vaccination, vaccinated. I am fully vaccinated. I was months ago when the, the vaccine first came out because I was employed at a nursing home at that time. So at least both of us will be fully vaccinated. And I think that's really important. Plus, I think some of this blustery weather will, have, will be over and things will be settling down, hopefully in April. And from what we've heard, it'll be a great time to head to the Bahamas. Yeah, it's, um, uh, you know, they say uh, March is in like a lion and out like a lamb. And I know that uh, weather doesn't care about calendars, but as a general rule, uh, the fronts that we see in Florida and in the Bahamas this time of year, they, they continue to come through in April, but they're not as, as severe. Right. That's what I've been told. Well, that's, that's, <laughs> that, that's what our hope is. So, so here we are, two and a half months on the boat, and it's been an experience for sure. I mean, it's been really a wonderful experience, and I feel like, you know, we've, we've just learned a tremendous amount, and one of the most important things I think we've learned is, you know, you can't really make concrete plans because... Flexible. You have to be extremely, extremely flexible, which is really a great lesson in life. My mom, may she rest in peace, always said that the key to being successful in life is to be adaptable because you never know what life is going to throw it at you. So, you know, living on a boat, you're so completely dependent on the weather in terms of what, you know, your plans are. And 
you know, not it's not so much like that when you're a landlubber. I mean, certainly weather does affect your activities, but boy, nothing nothing like when you live on the water. This is true. And, uh, and you know, our goal is to be have a good time and to be comfortable and not put ourselves in, in difficult situations. And, um, you know, one of the reasons why we're, why we're just hanging out here today doing this podcast is because the wind has picked up today. It's like about 20 knots from the south and, and, and southeast, I should say. And we're going to have to head back east tomorrow. And it's like, why go further west and then have to... Uh, bash our brains trying to get back tomorrow. So we're just going to hang out here, enjoy the day and relax. And then tomorrow uh, we don't have that far to go to get back to uh, the harbor and then a few days to do boat projects and uh, and get things ready to go home. And uh, a week from now we'll be in the, in the rental car driving back to St. Petersburg. Right. It's uh, which is kind of funny too. Like <laughs> after not driving a car for a long time, even getting in a car is kind of like, oh wow, <laughs> this is this is kind of interesting. All the things that you take for granted, we will. I don't think we'll ever take for granted again. So, anyway, thank you all for listening to our podcast, and we hope you're all well. Take care.